Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of State of the Shunion, the only podcast where we're eating Greek food out of our shoes. I'm your co-host Ryan Landry. I'm your co-host Tanner Young. For those of you keeping score at home, episode 107 coming at you loud and clear. How are you doing tonight, buddy? Rocky ship, but but seeing okay. seeing the port. You know what I mean? Okay, gotcha. The lighthouse? Yeah, sure. Are we still really using lighthouses or no? Is that sure. kind of antiquated? No, I think I think sure. lighthouses. Oh, I, okay. Yeah, I see shore. Okay. I think I lighthouses shore. are still... I think they're still being used but i don't think it's like uh i think they're like a being manned like whatever that yeah. movie is that was a very good movie with uh it's mostly airbnbs now rob patterson that's big money i don't yeah, know I, I feel like you shouldn't because they are i think it's i think it's like a, i don't know i wouldn't also you're let, let's go back to the eating greek oh, food out of, out of yeah. the shoe out of the shoe bit talk to I me ca- i kind of i, uh, I mean I feel like you found a loophole, and you, and, and you, oh, I mean, I know you didn't. I know you didn't want to ruin it. I know you didn't want to ruin it, but I was like, this dude put a, a falafel in a pita. It was a pita. The agreement was that I was going to get pita pit, and that was pita pit. Well, was pita, pita pit serves everything in the pita wrapping. Which shout out to the guys at Ruckus. Uh, mm-hmm. I, they love Peter Pitt. They eat it a lot. That's that's oh. why I made. Okay, we should give a little backstory here. I was entering the raffle for the Para Nike SB Dunks, and every mm-hmm. time I enter a raffle with Ruckus, I put something dumb in the comments just to make the guys laugh. And this time, I put, "If I win, I will eat. I will eat Peter Pitt out of these shoes." Um, yeah. It's not a cheat code, anyone. I have entered no. dozens and tons of raffles y- while putting yes. in dumb jokes, and I don't win. Happen to hit on this one, so then it was like, bet. Guess it's time right. to uh. Eat pita pit out of them, so I had to wait. It's like over a week, really, until mm-hmm. like I had a chance to go get pita pit. I've never had pita pit before. This is where the shout out comes wow. in. Wow, I get the hype. That was really good. Okay, I got the Baja chicken. Well, someone recommended. Great. Someone recommended next time I go, I get the Southwest chicken. But yes, to your point, I, you know, a little bit of a cheat code. But I put I put the hummus in the other shoe in the container, dunked out of it. I didn't film myself eating because that's Patreon members only. You know, that's premium content. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I'm proud of you for doing that. Um, yeah, the, the the adding the saucy comments doesn't help your chances in the raffle. But if you get pulled, they're gonna read your email. Like they're gonna read what you said. You know, they don't yeah. read it until obviously they just pull your email address. Yeah. Well, what if in they, the comments, the comments don't go with your raffle entry or anything like that. So it's not like yeah. they can see them all ahead of time and go find it. You know. Yeah. Exactly. But. You don't want to mess with the, you know, the karma yeah. out there and then not fulfill. Um, but it was very big. You know, I was like, dang, that's a that's a hefty Peter right there. You know it I mean? was it was really large. Like again, I've never had it before. If anything, this is a review of Peter Pit more than a review of the shoes. Yeah. But, uh, wow, great value enough. for the money. I would eat at Peter. That's Pit not again. this episode. Uh, yeah, that's that's another episode. The shoes look great. I yeah. haven't worn them yet because I just ate out of them yesterday. And I that was the toughest part was not wearing them because I felt obligated to eat out of them before I wore them because I didn't want to be lying yeah. on the Internet. Uh, also kind of a bold move going with Greek food. I mean, like, I love Greek food, but that's a hearty smell. And you listen, put it into the shoe like you're embedding I'm, Greek food into the shoe. Yeah, I'm going to wear them anyways. You know, my feet are going to smell worse than the Greek, the Greek food. I can't comment. I don't think I've actually ever smelled your feet. Well, okay. I mean, just in general. Uh, hold on now. Patre- <laughs> Patreon members only. Patreon members only. That's behind the scenes content. Don't be giving that away on the air. That's true. That's true. Fair enough. 
Um, the other update I'll give from Shoe Podcast Land, State of the Shunion World. The proofs of our sneakers of Louisiana prints just came in literally today, uh, right before recording this episode. So wow. uh, thank you, everyone. Again, I don't know if we've done an episode since the pre-order ended. We've been gone for a little while, but we're back now. There's so many hmm. things we're catching everyone up on. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know if we've done a pre uh, episode since the pre-order ended, but thank you everyone who pre-ordered one. Uh, the response was overwhelmingly more than we anticipated it would be. So yeah, appreciate everyone showing love and placing a pre-order. Uh, I posted an update to Instagram the other day, but just to let everyone know, as of the time of recording this pre-order still on track to ship out at the end of this month, Tanner can vouch for me. I have all the shipping tubes right here in the background behind me. Oh yeah. Proofs just came in today. So uh, assuming we can look at the proofs, make sure they look good to go. Production will start shortly after that, and they should be here sometime next week, which would mean by the end of the month, we should be able to get them all shipped out. So thank you Woo-hoo. everyone for pre-ordering. Thank you for your patience. Can't wait for you to get your hands on them. Hope you love them. Yeah. Very excited to see the, uh, the post. I just love, I mean, it's very exciting to see how many people um did the pre-order and that was that was amazing to see that love but i want to see i want to see where they go i want to see where people where people hang them what frame is it weird that i'm interested to see the frames no you know because like no shame in the frame yeah i it's just i love i love (laughs) to see the uh creativity that people do when they pick a yeah. picture frame you know do you do you do a standout frame and it doesn't really match anything do you try and mm-hmm. match your room do you try and match mm-hmm. the print that's in the frame i'm very yeah. interested so as soon as you get it you know framed up and on the wall we would love to love to see framed it up framed up sounds like that sounds like something the kids are saying that i don't fully understand just yet <laughs> yeah well, sorry you'll get there yeah, i'll get on tiktok eventually yeah yeah i make talk ticks all the time oh uh, bingo all right, moving into this week's episode, no real topic and a little backstory here as to why we haven't done an episode for the past two weeks. Just hadn't been much going on. Let's just call it like it is, you know? There hadn't been... Yeah. We got a lot going on in our personal lives, too, keeping us crazy busy, especially this Sneakers of Louisiana thing. But mm-hmm. had a couple little thoughts come to mind recently, so I, you mm-hmm. know, I picked up the bat phone, I called my man on the other end of the line, and I said, the people need us back together. Same bad time. Same bad channel. So, I, I jotted down a couple of little questions here. Let's go ahead and get to the first one here, and I'll give you some some backstory, some context on what happened here. Let me hear it. I went to a resale shop this past weekend, and mm. I was very excited to go because they had size 11 Amaminier Jordan 3s, which I've only been talking about for months wow. now that I'm trying to get my hands on a pair of them. Mildly interested. Um, mildly okay let's see if i can let's see if, let's see if i can get you in the second half here no i was saying it was a joke oh, that you oh were... okay only mildly okay got you oh, fumble pick it back up <laughs> um so i go there and i see him and you know like i'm paranoid now well I, I don't know if it's paranoid i did my research to make sure i could at least mostly tell fakes from reels just because you know i got no problem if you want to buy fakes for fake prices and wear them don't claim yeah. that they're real that's a weird thing but I don't want to pay resale for a retail pair and get some fakes instead. That's mm-hmm. I'm not trying to do that. No. Um, so, so I get there, I see him, and I'm feeling good about it. Do a lot of back and forth with Amanda about whether or not I can, you know, justify yeah. paying this much for this pair of shoes, and Fair finally enough. decide, yeah, okay, I'm gonna do it. I've been wanting these for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, like the money's the money's been okay right now. I'm gonna go ahead and get them. 
But here's the thing. Mm. I've read online that the sizing on them is a little tricky. A, because it's technically a women's shoe. So, you know, even a women's shoe, if you go to your men's size in that shoe, the fit can be a little weird sometimes. Not sometimes they can be a little. Yeah, sometimes they're not as wide. Okay. Um, but especially in the case of the Ama Manier Jordan 3, I saw reviews online of people saying that because that sock liner is like that quilted satin, there's mm-hmm. there can be a bit of heel slip in there because it's smooth. You don't get a lot of traction in there. So Fair. I've seen some people saying go down half a size. I've seen other people saying they can be true to size. So I asked the shop if I can try it on before I buy it. Mm-hmm. And they tell me no, which I I get. I get because okay. it wasn't mm-hmm. a used pair. It was a dead stock pair. And their yeah. whole thing is like, if you try it on, it's not dead stock. Now, granted, I'm not going to put it on and do laps around the store. You know, I just, come on now. I need to make sure my foot's not going to come out of it. Then there yeah. was a bit of that wrestling of like, well, it might fit me. You know, like it might fit all right. But mm. then it's like, but if it doesn't, then what do I do? So all that backstory, I present to you a question. How much would you spend on a new silhouette, a silhouette you didn't, own any pairs of you had no prior experience of how it fit without being able to try them on. Is there a threshold or is it like you just wouldn't buy a new shoe unless you had some idea of how it would fit? That's tough because I've had so much trouble with Yeezys in general. Great point. I only own the 350 V2s. It's the only silhouette of Yeezys. Great point. But... My Desert Sages, to me, fit the best. Yeah. My Sesames, which I probably ended up getting three or four different sizes, just constantly, like, uh, sending them back in. I forgot that was a thing. I forgot you did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just fit weird and tight and things like that. So it is difficult because... I know that, like with you know the three fifty, that's the two twenty, two forty esque, you know, yeah. with taxes and things like that. So obviously, I'm willing to do that because it's it's something that I do own, and I know that it's going to be difficult to wear. Um, but a little bit of a curveball, a little bit of a twist on it. Mm-hmm. Does it make a difference if you can or cannot return the shoes? So, like in big, your situation, big difference. Yeah. Big so in difference. your situation, you're buying from you bought direct from a retailer. So if they didn't yes. fit, you can return them. In my I didn't ask what their return policy was, but you know, like a lot of shops, Obviously, if you go and you buy it and you put it on your feet, they're not going to refund you the full amount if they weren't going to let you try it on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, true. Yeah. I guess they will just assume that you have put them on and not give you what you paid back for them. Right. Exactly. Um, that's tough. I think you're telling me I'm here, all- I'm here 48 hours later, still wrestling, trying to get you to justify it for me. Yeah, I'm also I'm also trying to to take the information I have from you, and I'm and I'm, not, I'm trying to not compare to you because also the Amamir is a little bit more difficult because, like you said, it's technically a women's shoe, right? So not only have, is it, I have Jordan threes. I know how Jordan threes fit me, but I don't have but, a women's Jordan three with a satin sock liner. Exactly. I don't know. I think probably three to four hundred, depending on how much I'm yeah. like in love with it um because well i mean i also would have bought my black cement threes 
yeah. without having to try them on. But I was fortunate enough to be able to try them on because they were used. Shout out the man, Cody. Shout out Union Street yes. Shop. I I was DMing him about this same exact scenario this weekend. Um, about the same exact scenario because I was kind of griping mm-hmm. to him about it. And I was like, that was the thing I loved about your shop. You were so cool to let anyone yeah. try on anything. Even if they like straight up were like, I'm probably not going to buy this, you know, just like, yeah, I mean, and and he he had he he just literally went in the back of the shop and took out like a piece of cardboard. It was like just standing. That's on the my cardboard. thing. Yeah, like you know, I get that. Like you don't want me standing up and running around and doing laps in it, but surely there's some middle ground. Yeah, I, I yeah. To me, I, I think having your foot in it doesn't take away from dead stock. Right. Um. But yeah, I think the three to four hundred dollar price range. Knowing that, I guess also it really depends on. It, I, there's so many factors in it because, like, I know I I'm not worried about it fitting too big or having some slip. Yeah. I generally like that in my shoes. I generally like it yeah. to be a little bit of a looser fit, um, and have not, more of the, but not too much. Throwback reference to the Fear of God moccasins, a shoe that I'm very glad I tried on before buying because, like. I love mm. visually the way that those shoes look. I'm so glad I tried on a pair because like I could not keep that shoe on my foot for the life of me. And I love yeah. the way it looks so much that I try to start rationalizing to myself that like oh, I don't need to be able to wear it, you know, which is like the <laughs> dumbest thing ever. <laughs> for a shoe. Yeah. But I think to answer your question, I think four hundred dollars is the max three to four hundred dollar price range, depending on um Maybe the exclusivity of the shoe, how much yeah. I really want the shoe without being able to try it on. And with having basically a, hey, once you buy it, it's yours. You yeah. can then sell it, but you're going to lose a lot of and that money. And was, that was kind of what I started thinking is that like if I bought them and tried them on and like I really wasn't happy with the fit, I could sell them. But then like I don't really want to be in a spot where I'm having to sell shoes then, you know, because then it's like now yeah. I got to wait for someone else. I got to hope I can mm-hmm. sell them for as much as I paid for them. So, yeah, yep, yep. I don't know. It's that thing where it's like I sympathize, empathize. I empathize with the the resale shop, and yeah. I get it that you don't want me trying it on and technically undead stocking it. But at the same time, like if I'm gonna spend five hundred dollars on a shoe, like surely mm-hmm. there is like some leeway that can happen. You know, it's like I'm not yeah. tr- asking to try on like a hundred dollar Vans. Like I'll be good. <laughs> I'll know how that fits. It's a five hundred dollar shoe, so it's like. But I, I get both sides. Like it's five hundred dollars. I don't want you to mess it up. It's five hundred dollars. I don't want to buy it if I don't know if it fits me. Yeah, and I guess having to, it has to be an all or none because yeah, yeah, it's only just putting them on. But if you let everybody come into the store, I regardless get of their intent to buy it, at some point down the line. 20, 30 people of just putting it on is going right. to start to show some serious wear to it, which will then affect it. So yeah. I do I do understand them being like, no, because at some point, unless they were like, yeah, and it I may think- be like a, it may be like a kind of like a, I don't know, you can kind of feel people out, you know, of being can, like, yeah. all right, you're well, going to buy the- them. I think that's the other thing is that like I can recognize that I probably wasn't communicative enough to be like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm very interested. Like I do want to buy them today right now. I just need to make sure that like it's actually going to fit my foot and be able to stay on it. And if it does like run the card, you know, I don't think yeah. I was clear enough with that. I think I was just like, can I try them on first? And he was like, yeah. Mm, so then I don't, 
What was it? Did you did you did you did you pick up? Did you leave them on no, the shelf? No, I didn't. That's my whole dilemma. That's why I'm sitting yeah. here debating. I've been looking at this shoe for a while now. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's a great shoe. I guess we're kind of doing a side tangent here, but my other thing that I'm starting to realize is that like it's current. You can only find them for resale for like dead stock right now. It's too new for there to be used pairs on the market, and yeah. the resale on the dead stock Amaminier is uh, Jordan Three is like five hundred dollars. And the resale on a used Fear of God 1 is like $500 in some colorways. So then in mm. my head, I start going, if I'm going to spend $500 on one, I'm like, I might just want more Fear of God 1s because like, I love that silhouette now that I have great, one. Yeah, you know? great silhouette. And you I know really how it like, fits. Right, exactly. I know how it fits. And it's like, I really like the Amaminir 3 right now, but like, I do still have a little bit of like collaboration glow around me, you know? Yeah. Okay, well then, I guess... Maybe I guess you you somewhat answered the question, mm-hmm. but I guess another kind mm-hmm. of side question of this sub question: Would oh. you pay more for a silhouette that you already own? I guess different colorway in order to pay le- like I don't really know how in my head the question was there and then I lost <laughs> it. But basically being like, would you pay three hundred dollars for the Amaminiers and be like? If it fits, it fits. You can't try yeah. it on, you know. Or would you yeah. rather pay like six fifty for a Fear of God one, something you already have, you know how it fits, and you love? Um, like, would you make I, that shift of like, I, yeah, the unknown I, is now cheaper. I kind of see what you're. I kind of see what you're asking. Um, I think it's one of those things where it's like, if I know for sure it's gonna fit me well when I get it. And like, mm-hmm. I know what size I need in it. Then I'm a little, I'm not going to waffle as much on it. Whereas if it's like, you know, if it's already at that 500 price point, which is already a waffly price of like $500 for like, you've it's got to lot. love this shoe. And I'm like, I have shoes that I love more that I've spent less for. And that's kind mm-hmm. of what it eventually made sense in my head. Um, so again, I think uh, down the road from now, once used Amaminir Jordan 3s are available on the market, if I can fa- find a pair that's worn and not beat for like, you know, 400 or less, okay, might start considering it around that price point. But it's just, you know, five is such a, it's already, I think we've done a previous episode. It's like, it's yeah. right around my threshold for five. And again, you know, I paid less than that for my Fear of God ones. And like, to me, that's exactly. such like a iconic, perfect shoe, you know? Amaminir yeah, 3s are great, but I just don't know. So anyways... All that to say, this is my introduction to say that I'm watching several listings for Fear of God ones on eBay right now. If one of those is yours and you want to make me an offer, go ahead for it. Come on now. Let's see how many pairs of them I can rack up here. Hey. Speaking of collaborations, segue into our second question here. Um, So, you know, woke up this morning. As every, you know, technology... uh, craved individual does first thing i do Mm -hmm. i'm on instagram checking instagram not a healthy way to start my day but i'm doing it um and i see sakai post they've got all these upcoming collaborations yeah not with nike but well with nike but not just with nike yeah they're gonna be doing their sakai waffle with fragment with clot wow and with undercover uh so like fragments getting two colorways clot is getting two colorways and then undercover is getting three colorways. Um, I know we briefly touched on this maybe in the last episode. I think it would have been with the Travis Scott fragment Jordan ones, but Mm -hmm. let's bring the topic back up here. 
How do you feel about the three-way collaboration? Is there ever a time and place for it, or is it is it always is it instant hit Ooh. every time? Is it trash every time, or is there a time and place for it? Um, I would say that it's it's always going to be a hit because I Ooh. think okay I I think it is a hit, a hit in the worst sense. Okay, like it's going to be hype. Yes. But it's not necessarily going to be good in your opinion. In my opinion, no. But okay. So I, okay, go ahead. I'm not a huge fan of it just in the sense of because it very much seems like it is playing to the worst side of sneaker culture, which is yeah. just the hype beast, which is just I want this because of the name. I want this because of the dollar signs behind it. I don't care about the collaborations. I don't care about the shoe. I just want it so that I can make money off of it and things like that, which I understand that's a whole side of the sneaker world, but it it is playing more of to the underbelly of the sneaker Mm -hmm. communities. Um, I think sometimes it can be fine if it makes sense. Um, Kind of what we said about the Nike Travis Scott and fragment. It literally is just Fragment being like, here's our logo. Right, yeah. And and there you go. And we're just like, okay, is that it? Did you do anything else? Is there you know, a more premium material that you have access to? Is it a specific color that this mm-hmm. this company has this exclusive rights to? Fragment fragment blue pantone we're thinking out there? May you know, is is that what it is? It is just like, hey, I just I, I think this color is beautiful and this is exactly mm-hmm. why and 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 we need the collab with this with these people because they have the rights to this color. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I could see being like, okay, that makes sense, you know, in that sense. But it, it honestly, it seems like right now, which I don't know if we talked about in the mic or just mm-hmm. um, off the, the mic. two of us, but I know that you were kind of, you had said very much of like, okay, so shoes were the cool thing, but then all oh, of a sudden, yeah. They started going. So now it's like, okay, well, what about... So it used to be just Jordans. You just put out mm-hmm. a Jordan. You just like, Michael Jordan. And it's like, okay, what about Jordan and Travis Scott? And everybody's like, oh, oh my God. And then almost, which could be uh, a telltale of today, you know, in the time they were in, how quick things move. Yep. And how fast our attention is off of things. They were like, oh, oh how about Fragment? And we're like, I mean... Travis Scott and Jordan, that doesn't really make sense. That has nothing to do other than they're two big names. So, sure, just yeah. throw the third name in there. Why not, yeah. you know? I don't know. It's uh, mm. To me, I feel like it's, it's just a huge rush to just try and make as much noise as possible. Yeah. Um, and there's not a ton of thought process into the collab, uh, which isn't a surprise to anybody who has listened to a handful of the episodes that we've put out um, and how much we appreciate a collab and the storytelling Mm -hmm. that is able to do um, and how important it is uh, to certain artists and shops to be able to collab and be able to create something special and have an art piece that really um, applies. And then you have things, this trend going on now where it kind of seems like they're kind of taking the value away from the collab, and they're just like, yeah. this is a way for just everybody to make just heaps of cash, yep. which um, is what turns me away from it. All yeah. in all, the shoes look great. 
Yeah. The colorways yeah. are, are, are fine. Like everything is great. It just seems like a very much, a very uh, open face of like, this is just for money. We are just yeah. here to get cash grab. Well, it's, that's what's hot. It's not even like they're, it's not their, their big money maker. It's not their bread and butter. Cause like it's, but it's hype, it's advertising and it's just like yeah. driving exclusivity. So it's not like mm-hmm, they're going to mm-hmm. make, you know, buckets of cash off of this, but it's going to get them a lot of attention. Yeah. Um, Old Man Landry, can I do a little bit of collaboration gatekeeping over here? Ooh, yeah, okay. So here's the thing about collaborations that, in my opinion, what makes a good collaboration and the very definition of it is two parties coming together to make something that neither one could make on their own. Mm. So like Sakai and Nike coming together. Yeah, you know, Nike technically tooled and made that shoe. They didn't have the design vision that Sakai had. So like they had to come together for that. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, in a lot of good collaborations, it's, you know, technically, I guess, a sneaker company that has the manufacturing component of it. And then another party that has the storytelling or the creative component or the vision for it. Yeah. Um, the thing I'm seeing with a lot of the three-way collaborations lately is that like, you know, Sakai is bringing the design to it. Nike is bringing the manufacturer and then Fragment is bringing the color. Like a lot mm-hmm. of the three-way collaborations lately, the only thing the third party is contributing is a color. Like the Fragment Travis Scott Jordan 1s, I guess a stamp and some color. Uh, there's like Cause, Sakai, Nike Blazer Lows. <laughs> same, like same physical shoe, just different yeah. colorway. And looking at all these upcoming Sakai, Nike, X third party collabs, it's all the same shoe, just in different colors, which I get that that's sneakers, you know, by and large, don't get me wrong, but like, yeah, if you're going to call it a collaboration, if it's going to be a third party, you would think they would add some other design or creative element to it other than just like, here's a color that's reminiscent of our company, you know? Yeah. And I think that's, that's what it is. It's just like, you have so many people. It's almost like you, you have so many different uh, entities that are now mm-hmm. like, hey, shoes are huge right now. Like yeah. it is just, it is. I mean, it's an oil well that is just exploding right now, and it's almost like Nike and it. Or I mean, Nike is kind of the main entity doing it. There's so many people reaching out to them. They're like, we we can't, we can't give everyone yeah. their own shoe. All right, doubling up. We got to double up. <laughs> it's like the kids in class. We don't have enough tables. Do to a table. Yeah. Partner up, kiddos. Yeah, exactly. No, 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 no. You're going to have to Yeah, you're going to have to do the lava experiment with the kid who wipes <laughs> boogers underneath his chair. I get it. It's not fun, but you got to do it. We don't you're have enough have tables. to do it. Yeah. yeah. You know, and of that, you know, you may get some really good teams and and it just somewhat works, but yeah, I think by and large is really what we're seeing is just it just seems like you have so many companies right now that are like, we can make a lot of money off of sneakers mm-hmm. and we don't really need to do a storytelling. Yeah. We don't need, all we need to do is make sure that that stock X number hits four mm-hmm. digits. And if it does, they Great don't shoe. give a, they don't care. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and, you know, I, I know, um, you know, this is not the, kind of the same, I but, I think Supreme um, being kind of aware and like, you know, like that self-aware very much like we're going to sell stuff that 
we yeah. know people want just because it's got a name. I mean, the Air Forces that they came out with, where it literally was just an all-white and all-black Air Force and just the tiniest little bumper that said Supreme yeah. on it, all of a sudden that is now worth eight times a white Air Force one just because of that one little bumper. Sure, you know? yeah. Um, and I think you have a lot of people who see that and see the rush and websites crashing because they can't handle the, the sheer amount of number and the resale, mm-hmm. and they're just like, Dude, these kids just buy whatever they right. Yeah, the, all they need to know is the names that are on the shoe are big. Yeah, they're big it. individually. We put them together. Now it's even bigger. You know. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, all so, that ragging, but can I say that the gray fragment Nike uh, Nike Sakai waffle? That's a good uh-huh. colorway. I mean, the, like. Uh, get, now, the, yeah, yeah, the uh, fragment one. Just, yeah, the fragment one. Like, yeah. that's a good colorway. Now, granted, I don't see it, and it screams like fragment to me. I just see it, and I'm like, that's a good colorway. Take the text off the midsole. We don't need the text on the midsole. Take yeah. that off, I mean, and that's a great looking shoe. I don't know why, but that that orange, like the clot one, like the orange yeah. to red, looks very like '80s retro. I love it. It looks so great. Or yeah. then the undercover. Honestly, the the three undercovers are great, but I really like the the yellow swoosh. Yeah. Um, that yellow, black, and gray. And that's what I'm saying. Like the the colorways are are great. They're they're good looking shoes. But it's almost it's like you take that third, even just that, honestly the Nike um, and Sakai, just them together, it, the they sell out. Mm-hmm. Um, so why do you need to add a third? I don't know. I'm not gonna to lie. Me, when I first saw this, I thought this was one of the big uh, sneaker Instagram accounts doing, you know how they do mock-ups sometimes of like, what if, and like they imagine like different collaborations oh, yeah. and uh, stuff. Uh, and the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, this looks like that. But then I woke up a little more and I wiped the gradu out of my eyes and I was like, oh no, this ooh. is real. This is a thing. Yeah. This is actually done by Scott. Yeah. Um, and who knows? Maybe that's, that's what it is. They're just like, yeah. I mean, Maybe. Nike has the connection to just cut a check or just say up oh, the cut a check oh, a literal check I quite you know they've check. made that joke oh okay definitely suits rubbed elbows <laughs> on that one <laughs> last last question i've got on this topic then can you name any good three-way collaborations i've got one i couldn't even think of off the top of my head I had to, well, I had all day to think about it, so I've got I've got a little bit of an advantage on you here. But all right, you tell the, me then. The one I could think of, and I don't know. Well, we'll see if the audience allows us to count it. Is the politics Cafe Du Monde Saucony? Will we count it as a three way? Three different companies coming together there. It's a little tricky because, like, I think Cafe Du Monde didn't have much input other than like, sure, you can use our you know our IP, uh, our I mean, intellectual property. How much property. did Fragment have with Travis Scott? That's very so very true. So like. That one to me, yeah. I was like, that's a great example of like, you know, politics was kind of, I would look at it as sort of like the mad scientist that was like, we could take this thing and this thing and they did the design of how to like put it together. And they were mm. like, here's a thing that will do really well. Yeah. And tell no, a story. I think so. I think that's, a, I think, I think that would be a good three-way collab. Again, you know, you have, um, you have Saucony who is handling, I, I've got the shoe. And you have yeah. politics who has the creativity, and then you have Cafe Dumont who's like, sure, we'll give you the colors, we'll give you the name, yeah, you know, go go hog wild with it, you know. So I think yeah. so. I mean, with what we laid out as to 
what we think is not good, you know, mm-hmm. I think that's good, you know, because yeah. again, the politics and Saucony with the Cafe du Monde told a story. It was rich with the, you know, the New Orleans and, and it played mm-hmm. with politics being a Louisiana origin company. Um, so yeah, I think they did a really good job. The only other one I could think of was the collaboration that Reebok did with Tom and Jerry when the three of those parties came together, when oh. it was Reebok and Tom and Jerry. So you're 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 separating Tom. Did they go through like a, a legal like divorce or? I don't know that they ever went through a legal. Oh, hold on. Now we're getting into weird territory here. Hold on. What about hold Ben on. and Jerry? Oh, keep sitting. Keep sitting. Yeah, that's another <laughs> good three-way collaboration. Okay, we got yeah. some good examples here. If you want to have a good three-way collaboration, make sure your company name is this and that. And then just yeah. you... You Easy. collaborate with one other person, you made two into three. That's yeah. real fish and loaves right there. Exactly. Oh, uh, I got one little thing to add. Nothing. Okay. Nothing. Funny. More of a funny uh, thing uh, that I saw was the um, someone trying to buy the Travis Scott <laughs> fragments <laughs> off, off feet. the feet of Travis yeah. Scott, and yeah. him politely declining and being yeah. like, "No, it's it's fine." No. Um. Love the meme. Very funny. I, in my head, I'm assuming it went straight from a meme. And I mean, obviously, I mean, like, there's no amount of money that I have as an individual. They are courtside, so maybe they've got something. Maybe. But I guess, funny question. How much do you think, what do you think is Travis Scott's price that someone would have to come, like, on the street, cash in hand. Hey, Travis Scott, I want to buy your shoes. Bam, here you go. This is cash in hand. What do you think is Travis Scott's price where he's like, okay, I'm going to give this stranger my personal pair of shoes? So two things. Um, I know it's a funny question, but two things. I'm mm. sure Travis probably has something in his Nike agreement where he's maybe not allowed to directly sell shoes that were gifted or seeded to him. I, okay. He might be able to like, you know, give them to his guy and his guy sells them. And he didn't, you know, like that might be a whole thing. Um, and then separately, I would imagine in my head, the only scenario in which he gives someone the shoes off of his feet is out of pity. I, I'm sure there's no financial motivation uh, yeah. unless you get to that number. And what that number is, it's got to be in the thousands. I don't know how many thousands. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much I don't know how much they're selling for right now. It's the thing. Yeah, yeah, but th- that's the th- like. This is, it's less. I mean, obviously, Travis Scott it doesn't need money. You know, he's right, very, yeah. very wealthy. But just what, because, <laughs> obviously, the value he's got is the be, Reese's Puffs money flowing in. Yeah, you know, obviously, the value is going to be just astronomical yeah. because uh, you know you're going to film Travis Scott taking off his shoes and, and right, exactly, yeah. Music, you know, if you want to sell them, you know, obviously, what he pays in hand would be you're going to make. I'm I, the first thing here, 10 grand, 10 grand. I think you say 10 grand to Travis Scott. And he's like, 10 grand, 10 grand is like a, uh, don't have to think about it. Number. I don't know if that's yeah. his bottom dollar, but I do think that would do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so let's see a, we don't know what size shoe he wears. Um, let's assume 11. Cause I'm an 11 and I have a lot in common with Travis Scott. So the lowest ask on StockX right now is 3,400. So there's your, there's your cap. It's at least there. So in my head, I started thinking five thousand. But if they're if they're reselling for thirty four hundred, five thousand is like you know, too that's low. assuming he's aware of the resale market. Um, 
I would say 10 G's. That's probably to me, like, if you're offering it to him, he'd probably be like, okay, but turn the camera off and come meet me outside. You know, like, yeah, I can't, yeah. I can't be seen doing it, but I'll take it. Yeah. Let's, let's also assume that Travis Scott is free to do whatever he wants with the parachutes. He might be. I don't know. Yeah. In the, in, in a, this scenario, in this in scenario, this scenario, he is. Yeah. I mean, if they're going I would imagine 3,400, three mm-hmm. times the amount is is the fact that Travis Scott wore them worth three times the amount? Does he think of that? I I go yeah. I say maybe ten G's. I think ten grand is him being like, mm, all right. If you I had mean, a pair, if you had a worn pair that you could prove Travis Scott wore, would they be worth ten G's? Could you sell them for ten G's? Oh my god, you could sell them for twenty. You think so? Well, maybe he knows that. Maybe he asked for twenty then. Oh, maybe, yeah. I, well, I mean, we wouldn't that's know. We, I we haven't had that. I, yeah, that's the thing. I don't know. I don't know what his number is because I don't know how much that pair would go for. Because in my, in my head, I mean, what I'm thinking of, you know, the Travis Scott dunks, the special yeah. box is a thousand dollars more, right, than the shoe, and all it is is a dumb freaking box. It's a it's a it's a different box. It's a there's dumb. no such thing as a dumb box. No such thing as a dumb box. Now, my my burn pile would disagree. <laughs> Yikes! Yikes! Burns. Okay, okay. I've kept I've kept one shoebox and it's holding my desk supplies. You do you. <laughs> Breaks my heart, but you do you. Yeah. I respect your choices. Jules will do arts and crafts on the boxes. Okay, that's wrap this episode <laughs> up. I have to have words <laughs> with this man. Wrap this episode up. Okay, so there it is. We would spend a couple hundred bucks on a shoe if we've never had it before. Three-way mm-hmm. collaborations, wrong more than they're right. And we're starting to GoFundMe for $10,000 to buy Travis Scott shoes off his feet. Catch the link in go. the episode description. That, that's what your Patreon's going to. We'll get there eventually. <laughs> Slowly but surely. Slow burn. It's a very slow burn. Those $2 more? <laughs> Closer yeah. to see. You guys can't see Scott. it because the camera's not on, but Tanner has a kiddie pool in his room, and he puts $2 in it every month. <laughs> <laughs> but he does it in pennies, so it's filling up quickly. Yeah. Well, you got to make it look nice, you know, for exactly, the picture. Yeah. It's going to uh, be hard right. to transport it, but. <laughs> Do it for the clout, though. Looks good on the gram. Come on now. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of State of the Shunion. We'll be back whenever we feel like it with another episode. You know, Man, we're not going to give you something we don't care for. We're not going to make you yeah. listen to it. It's going to be good whenever you get it. Oh, nice. In the meantime, check us out on Instagram at Shoe Podcast and online at ShoePodcast.com. Wherever you listen to the show, make sure to leave that rating and review. We want to read them. Helps us know. Helps us grow. It's time for Tanner's More. Review of the Week. He's just going to review something, not necessarily shoes. Let me tell you all. Let me tell you all something real quick. I learned, mm-hmm. and I don't I don't remember if this was a past Tanner review or if this was just something you told me. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a little new to the world of lawn care, you know. Didn't grow up having okay. to do a lot of it. I don't know what that means to anyone here. but um, So I'm learning it all now by myself now. And for the longest time, I've got a gas weed trimmer. I was, doing, mm. it's, you know, it's two stroke. You got to put gas and oil at the same time. I'm doing the thing Ooh, where I'm measuring okay. cuffs. I'm doing the ratios and stuff. And Tanner yeah. goes, why don't you just go get the premix blend from the yeah. store? And I was there like, there is premix blend at the <laughs> store. No one told me. How, how would you know this if you'd never done it before? Because the instructions I, sure, say yeah. mix gas and oil. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I guess that must be what we do. It would be like if. I'll come back to you what, what it would be like if. But let me think okay. about what it yeah. would be like if. 
Okay. Anyways, all that to say, listen to the review because he told me to get this premix blend. My life yeah. is ten times easier now <laughs> without having to add that component on top of it. There you okay. Go. There you go. Tanner, what do you got okay. for us this week? All right. Something. Uh, this one's a little bit more towards the parents. Um, okay. But technically, it is a video monitor, so you could use it for whatever. But specifically <laughs> using it for my baby. Um, this one is the Motorola Video Baby Monitor 5-inch color. Um, it is a camera and a monitor good thing if you're a uh, a parent kind of worried about you know the whole thing you know we had they had other video camera uh products that were wi-fi based where people were hacking into them and talking to the family and things like that was spooking parents out this one is uh it's like a was a bluetooth or things like that so yeah. not a wi-fi thing has to be within range um five inch big screen biggest on the market downsides couple couple downsides all right turn 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 the camera on you can see the baby it's great um it is ungodly zoomed in <laughs> and you cannot zoom out can't zoom it's, out it is crazy the camera i'm no lie is probably 10 feet above his crib still can't even see the whole crib wow it, I do not know why it is so zoomed in, and wow. nobody's talk. Nobody is talking about it with the Motorola one. Um, you're on the you're on the Motorola forums, and it's crickets out here. It's insane. It says color. It may be the 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 crib sheets we have or whatever. It's only been like the nighttime mode, even during the day with the lights on. Okay, don't know why. Again, don't know why. Um, all in all, though, it's a great monitor. The sound is really good. Uh, you can control the camera. You can move the camera. Um, up, right, left, right, up, down, left, right, you know, things like that from the monitor. Uh, very quiet as well, so you could move it and not have to worry about waking up your baby. Okay. Um, there what kind is, of filters? What kind of filters have we got on this thing? Sadly, no filters. Sadly, no filters. No filters. Okay. Yeah. Um, another little review, I would say um, it's the I, I don't know how to pronounce it, T-O-D-O-S. It's a little mount. It looks like a little squiggly thing attached to the base of the camera, and you can attached to the crib again like i said the zoom is unbelievable don't attach yeah. it to the crib get it have a uh we have it on the um mount for the for the curtain um okay, but all in all rod. yeah for the curtain yeah. so uh all in all very good product but like i said zoom is just ridiculous so now let me ask have you considered just getting another iphone and doing a permanent facetime call with that phone per did I consider it? Yes. Only what? problem is iPhones also have been known to overheat. And so, yeah, I thought that was like a Samsung galaxy note thing. Turns out just any phone that's just on and charged will, will at some point do it. Now galaxy notes would just do it at like 20%. So quicker. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Not great. Okay. Well, that's like, that was like a three way review well, right there. Three way collab, three way review. Look at you go. Well, I try to do what I can for the people. Man of the people. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of State of the Shunion. We'll be back whenever with another one. I'm your co-host, Ryan Landry. I'm your co-host, Tanner Young. 